This is Inside the FLX from FingerLakes1.com. I'm Ted Baker, and we're talking scouting with Stephen Hoyt, scout executive with the Seneca Waterways Council, Scouts PSA. And also, we have a pair of adult leaders and parents with us. Brian Shevlin and Adam Bull are with PAX 67 in Victor. Good morning to all of you. Good morning. All right, Stephen, let's start. I, I In your notes, I learned some new things. I, I'm a veteran of uh, Pinewood Derby with my son, but uh, I didn't know all the history behind it. So give us some of the history of how Pinewood Derby developed. Yeah, absolutely. So the Pinewood Derby is probably for most kids, if it's not summer camp, it is Pinewood Derby that is the highlight of their Cub Scouting year. And it's March usually is when that happens in most Cub Scout packs. Um, and, and of interest, that event was not started by the Boy Scouts of America. It was actually started by a volunteer, a parent, a Cub Master in California in 1953. Uh, and his son, his son wanted to do the Soapbox Derby, but couldn't qualify for it. So he, he came up with a battle plan to allow for kids to carve wooden cars out of a wooden box um, and race them on a long, I think, 32-foot, 40-foot long track. Um, that they could then do basically a, a mini version of the Soapbox Derby. And the event has sort of taken a life of its own. Um, and it is virtually done all over the country. Uh, now you know, we have units doing it, district qualifications, moving up to council races. It has become a phenomenal part of the Cup Scouting program. And what's neat is in a high-tech world, there really isn't that much that's changed. It's still a piece of wood, uh, two axles, four wheels, uh, a couple of nails, and some ingenuity. Yeah. So, and even when I, you know, I was a kid and we did it, you know, you had, you had older scouts who sat at the end of the tracks and they raised flags for whoever was in first, second or third place. Uh, the car part hasn't changed, but the dynamics on the race have changed. So it's, you know, you now see timers and video recorders and uh, packs that really get very elaborate with modern technology to display the race, but the schematics of how it happens is, hasn't changed at all. So, Telsey, you were talking just before we went on about the, this week's council or this year's uh, council event and where that's going to be held. Yeah, so we do. Uh, every pack pretty much runs their Pinewood Derby. Winners move up to a district event. The, the district winners then move up to a council event. For us, that council event happens in June. Uh, so I think June 18th, we're at Dick's Sporting Goods and Victor. Uh, we'll have somewhere around 75 scouts uh, and their families there for to race qualifications. All by each age group will rate separately. So lions versus lions, tigers versus tigers, or I guess say first grade versus first graders. Uh, so to try to keep the playing field a little bit even. So you got the fifth graders who have been doing this for several years and a little more experienced. They race us against themselves. So that'll be an all day event that happens in mid June. So between now and then you have these different layers that go through. So it all begins at the pack level. Pack 67 holds its derby this weekend. So Adam and Brian, tell us about uh, your plans when you get started in preparation and uh, how you run your derby. Yeah, good morning. So we've been working uh, for a number of months now, actually planning this event. It's uh, amazing the amount of coordination that is required from our volunteers, and they do an amazing job. We spend quite a bit of time planning it out, making sure that we've got all the right people uh, to fill the different roles, and then also make sure that everything is going to be fair for, for the kids, uh, that nobody's going to get an un, unfair advantage. And so we have an, an impound night a couple nights before the actual race where everybody gets the opportunity to have their car measured and weighed and make sure that it follows all the rules. But then they also have the opportunity right there to, uh, to do any modifications, any last minute modifications that they need. Uh, and then we, we take the cars and from there, uh, we hold on to them until the actual race day. And one of the things I love that your pack does is you make sure everybody takes part. So if somebody needs some help or needs a kit or something, you make sure everybody gets to participate. 
We do. It's, it's really because like uh, Steve was saying, it's uh, for, for scouts, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's either it's either a summer camp or it's it's Pinewood Derby. Um, and, you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, we want every scout to have the opportunity to be able to uh, participate, to be able to put a car together and race it. Um, we have, uh, you know, throughout the weeks leading up to it, we have opportunities for the scouts to, uh, you know, attend some some Pinewood Derby workshops, as we call them. Uh, that you know, a, you know, a parent will hold at their home. Uh, you know, maybe that has the equipment and whatnot, and, and scouts will have the opportunity to come in and you know, cut and sand their blocks. And um, so, yeah, we try to make it very accessible and, and as a level playing field as as possible. I mean, one of the things that's great about playing with Derby is it's multi generational. Kids work with fathers, and their fathers work with their fathers. So let's share some memories, Brian. Actually, you worked with your grandfather and uh, his shop full of tools when you were a cub. Yeah, it was, uh, that was always the kind of the, the highlight of my, my scouting year, obviously. Uh, and then you had to go to my grandpa's workshop and we'd sit there and figure out the, the car we were going to design and build and et cetera. And uh, it, it's always kind of carried over as a fond memory for me. Um, and interestingly enough, um, my grandfather, we always made it. He had this old Walker Turner uh, uh, table saw from uh, 1952 or whatever. Um, which I still have, I, I now have, it's in my garage. Um, you know, I've, I've used that with, with my sons to build, you know, help build their cars. So it was kind of a really, really neat tradition to be able to carry on to not only continue to do the Derby, but, you know, to use the actual saw that I made mine on, we got to make, you know, my boys got to make their cars on it. So that, that for me has always been, been pretty cool. So. Wow. And Adam, you went all the way through scouting, became an Eagle, and now you have a son and now a daughter in Cub Scouts. So again, uh, that multi-generational thing is really neat. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We've been working on their cars for the past couple of weeks and they're super excited this year to, <laughs> to get to race and cheer each other on. So Brian, tell us, you, you, it's very uh, uh, personal in PAC 67. Tell us about your Derby and, and who it's in memory of. Um, it is. Yes. And thanks for, for bringing that up. Um, we had a, uh, um, a gentleman by the name of Rick Harvey, um, and he was, a, he was a parent scout leader um, for 67. Um, I, I got the, uh, the privilege of only, you know, meeting him, meeting him the one time, uh, but uh, an absolute Pinewood Derby fanatic. Um, and, you know, unfortunately he came down with, uh, with, with cancer and he, you know, he did eventually succumb to it. Um, but it was such a, such a passion of his and, and such a, you know, the highlight of his year uh, that the, the PAX uh, track and the Derby is actually, it's, it's, it's run and named in his honor. Our, our track is the, is the PAX 67 Rick Harvey track. And it's the annual Rick Harvey um, uh, race when we, we run it every year. Um, and it's kind of something uh, cool that I found out, um, you know, after the event, my, uh, my predecessor when I was the Cub Master in 2019 was a gentleman by the name of Rich Buck. And, and Rich knew Rick, Rick Harvey very well. Um, was pretty much the person that, that orchestrated, uh, you know, getting the track and having it run in his honor. And we, uh, as a pack, were fortunate enough in 2019, I believe, we actually hosted a district derby uh, that went off very well. And uh, uh, Rich Buck told me afterwards that that had actually been uh, like a, a wish of, of Mr. Harvey is that, you know, he one day wanted to have our pack host a district race. And I didn't know that at the time. So uh, Rick reached out to me and he said, you've, you've kind of fulfilled the, and, and, you know, completed his legacy. And so that was, uh, it was a really, really kind of a, a, of a cool thing to, to have accomplished and, you know, and to be able to carry it on each year in, in his memory.
Wow. And, and Brian, before we went on, we were talking about stories. Obviously, the idea is that the child makes the car under the supervision of the parents. Some parents get a little bit overenthusiastic, maybe sometimes. And so, so tell us uh, the rumor that that you're a you've got a Pinewood Derby mill in your basement somewhere. Yeah, it it was it was it was kind of funny. Um, and I don't you know how these worthy start or, or they kind of take a life you know of its own. But it, at one point it was oh you know Mr. Shovlin has a has a test track in his basement. And then that kind of morphed into that, uh, you know, he's got a wall full of prototypes that he builds and then all the way to, um, you know, having a wind tunnel in his basement. And uh, I was uh, very fortunate uh, that um, Mr. Bill and our Cubmaster, uh, Mr. Benedetti, um, allowed me to come back over the last couple of years to help lead a den that was in need of a den leader. And uh, we were at, our, I think, our first pack meeting this year and a, and a uh, you know, tiger comes over Cub and he tugs me on the shirt and I'm like, Hey, what's up buddy. And he's like, Mr. Shovelin, he goes, is it true? You have a Pinewood Derby wind tunnel in your basement. And I'm like, <laughs> who told you that? My dad told me to come ask you that. I'm like, so even a couple of years removed for some reason, I don't know why, but these, these urban legends seem to survive. And, you know, if I'm going to be honest, I, um, I, I love it. You know, I love it. Well, and it's interesting. I mean, there's only so much you can do. It's gravity and it's friction. I mean, people use graphite on the axles. Any other tips to get best performance out of a car? There's, there's, there's a lot, believe it or not. Everybody thinks it's uh, this, 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 this big thing. Actually, everything pretty much that, that, that I've learned, um, I learned out of a couple of books that I bought right at our scout shop um, about, you know, building fast Pinewood Derby cars. It's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's doing the preparation. It's doing the work. It's... Um, you know, prepping the things that you're allowed to do to, you know, maybe like, you know, we see, I always tell the kids, you know, you know, less friction equals more speed. Um, but, you know, there's some kids I had a, I had a scout, uh, a couple over this weekend who uh, not interested in speed at all. He's like, I don't care how fast the car runs, but I'm, I'm, you know, this is going to look like a Mario Kart car and I don't, I don't care how fast I run. So it's, it's great that there's both, both aspects of it. Um, but I always tell the kids, no matter whether you're, you're racing for speed or you're, you're racing for, uh, you know, for design, uh, I said the, the one magical secret, though, is, is, is you, you, your car isn't a car until you give it a name. And then once you name uh, your car, you, you breathe the life into it. And, and, you know, that's where the magic is. And some of them actually believe me. So I'm going to run with it for a little while. So. <laughs> All right. Well, and most units do give away awards for a design as well. So you might not have the fastest car, but you might have the coolest looking one. Adam, tell us about your first Pinewood Derby uh, run down a mall escalator. <laughs> I didn't know that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that sorry, is Adam, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, one of, one of my favorite memories, uh, I got to, I believe it was the district level uh, when I lived in Maryland. And, uh, you know, we, they told us that it was going to be at one of the local malls. We're like, all right, sweet. You know, it's going to be uh, really popular. People are going to get to see our cars. And my dad and I walk in and we see the track and they had turned off one of the escalators. And it was the track all the way from the first story to the second story in this mall. You know, so your, your track is typically like 30 feet long and this thing, you know, just imagine like going all the way up to the second story of a mall. Wow. So it was, uh, yeah, it was really quite the sight to be seen uh, and watching your car just come flying down the entire length of this escalator. So we've talked about the fun aspect of it and, and it needs to be fun in scouting, but let's talk about what the Cubs get out of it. Brian, what do they get in terms of learning to work with someone and, and, and think and solve problems? Exactly. Um, it's, 
you know, the Cub Scout model, you know, do your best and, uh, and, and you, you, you try to, you know, keep the values of scouting in mind, you know, at any event that we do. Um, but we, you know, we've always tended to be, you know, a little more quote unquote strict, if you will, you know, around the Derby, it's, it's, you know, these are the rules, the rules have to be followed. And it's, it's kind of laying a foundation for, for the kids, you know, maybe even subtly that, you know, to give them those, those, those life skills maybe moving forward to start, you know, understanding as they, as they, you know, become, you know, kids and grown to young men and women that, you know, there, there, you know, there are certain things that we do in life that have rules and they, they have to be followed and, you know, there is structure. So I, I think, you know, the way that we, we go about it, it, it lays that, that foundation for them. Um, but as Adam alluded to earlier, when we have our impound night, you know, if a car comes in and it, you know, it's too long or it weighs too much, uh, you, you've got to have that little bit of, of ingenuity on the site to say, okay, how are we going to, we going to fix this? So, um, but we, I think we try to guise all that, you know, as kind of behind the scenes, if you will, and, you know, push the fun aspect of it, of it first. Um, and the fact that I think, you know, Stephen Hoyt was saying earlier, he had a, they had a cub this weekend that, you know, said, uh, oh, they won their, their race. And he goes, oh, it was the, the best purchase my dad and I ever made. And um, it, it's, you know, we, we tell the Cubs, it's, you know what, in the end, it's, you, you have fun doing it and, it. and it's more about taking the time with, you know, whether it's your dad or your grandpa or your mom or your uncle, whoever it might be, that you, you spent this time together you know, building this, um, and then you, you get to go out and, and, you know, and race it and, and cheer each other on and have a little bit of, bit of friendly competition. And, um, yeah, so it's a, it's a really great platform, if you will, for, uh, teaching, teaching, teaching these young men and women, um, you know, yet about life, but yet you can, you can really have fun doing it. So. And Adam, it's a great, showcase for scouting because for example you know summer camp moms and daughters and sisters and things don't usually come but everybody goes to the pinewood derby i mean i know a lot of units will will have food and bring a dish to pass or something like that and it becomes a real family event and a real showcase for scouting yeah absolutely you know and one of the things that that pack 67 does that i have really loved is after we finish each of the dens and then we have our championship race then we also have typically a sibling race. So any of any, when girls weren't allowed to be a part of scouts, uh, we would allow them to build their own car and participate. Or if your siblings are too old to be a part of Cub Scouts now, they've actually aged out into Scouts BSA. They can still build a car or if dad wants to build a car, like we give them all the opportunity to, to be a part of that. And there are rumors that Pack 67 might put together an adult derby. So, uh, Brian, can I use your wind tunnel? Uh, you can, but you, you better you better get signed up. It books up pretty fast. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks you both uh, for sharing your stories of Pack 67, and, and good luck with your unit event and uh, all the unit things that you do going forward. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank right, you, Stephen. Just tell us about uh, after the unit events. Uh, what happens next up the ladder? Yeah, so um, from here we go to the district events. Uh, each district, we have uh, six districts that operate with different district Pinewood Derbies. Kids will move up. Uh, each district has a little bit different rule. Then the top winners from each grade level will then move up to the Council Pinewood Derby in June. Uh, and that is the end of the line. There's no National Pinewood Derby or other stuff, but there are some national kind of invitational events, but nothing that's done beyond the council level. 
Well, it's a lot of fun, and as you heard, uh, a lot of uh, father and grandfather and son and grandson memories will be made. We've been talking scouting and Pinewood Derby with Stephen, How- uh, Stephen Hoyt, the scout executive, Seneca Waterways Council, and from PAC 67 and Victor, Brian Shevlin and Adam Bull. Uh, thanks to all of you very much for sharing your memories. You brought back a lot for me uh, doing it with my son in years past. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you.